We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, honey. Hi. Sitting in the garage again, huh? Yeah. All alone? Yeah. On our son's bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be without your bike, so do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. And when you ride with us for four straight years without an accident, we won't count your first one against you, no matter how much it costs. Visit Progressive.com to quote today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Accident forgiveness not available in all states. Tonight. Tonight. The Miami Heat Beat is gonna rip the mouth. Talk heat. All night long. Baby, all night long. Daylight. Daylight. You still be rocking, rocking with the heat beat crew. And we'll rock on and on and on and on. Welcome, welcome, and now we the heat beat podcast. I am your host, Alf954, because Yanni uh, Novice was too lazy and irresponsible to show up for the podcast tonight. So you guys are stuck with me. And along with me, I have my co-host. We have professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. What's going Hello. on, Alex? What's up? Hey, Find we can Alex hear you now. Topical blanket on Twitter. Even though I don't think it's safe, it's, it's uh, correct to call him the professional screw-up today. Because I've really botched this thing today. So Not as bad as Gianni, though. Between me and Gianni, we really ruined this thing. So... Um, there's a voice you might hear to the side of me. That's uh, that's my voice, Smash. He's just sitting here uh, taking in the podcast because we have to use his Xbox because we're bootleg like that and we're ghetto. So, yeah, I just have a big black guy sitting next to me. That's why we should do this on YouTube. You look like Jesus and Samara right now. Yeah, we're like Jesus and Mero, but uh, like I thought it was not news. funny or entertaining. That's how much I watch that show. I <laughs> All right, next we have Jack Alfonso uh, at Trogor Clout or some crap like that on Twitter. 
Jack, how's it going? It's going pretty good. All right. This has been a fantastic podcast so far. I love uh, introduction. Taking about forty minutes to get started. Um, it's been a complete nightmare. Jack, you have a story for us about a fight in the library from the other day, don't you? I do. Shit gets I real have, down in southern Indiana. It really does. We have some sound effects of a woman's face hitting the floor. That uh, That's pretty captivating. And then last but not least, we have the co-founder of Heat Beat and producer extraordinaire, and he's going to lose this title because of the quality of this show, Brian Goins. How's it going, Brian? Eh, could be better. Eh, eh is right. Oh, dos minutos. Eh. All right. So, Just because better. I didn't have much to talk about, we got some suggestions from Twitter for topics. <laughs> um, some of them have to do with women's soccer, which, with Gianni not here, I'm not an expert on. Um, one of the ones I liked, talk, I liked uh, when I saw it was talking about JJ and Winslow and the fact that they kind of have over, overlapping skill sets. Um, and when you look at the two, you look at Justice a lot cheaper, a lot younger, and I feel like Justice has really been coming on of late. Um, is JJ expendable at this point, and is he even? Can we even trade him at this point? Not only is he expendable, I think they need to get rid of him. I don't want to see him on the team for one more day. So right now, you want him gone. I want him gone as soon as possible. I would trade him for nothing. <laughs> He's my least favorite player on the Heat right now, and that's only because Dion is injured. Okay, so I, I know you want Justice to get more reps. So do I. But what's your beef, man? What's your beef with him? I feel like he, do, he does a lot for the team. You know, the, the team likes him. He's a captain. What's your beef with him? Why do you want to trade him for nothing? Wait, he's a tri-captain first and foremost. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I mean, I just think the minutes could go, be used better elsewhere. I honestly think Justice could pick up all of his minutes. And if you can get anything for him, it you can get maybe a 3 and D guy. Honestly, do you think Cleveland would take JJ for Crowder? Because Crowder's not doing anything over there. And I think, honestly, if you got Spo with Crowder, and Crowder could like rekindle what he had with Boston, he'd be a huge piece for Miami. And you I know, just don't honest, think JJ gives you much. What, what happened with JJ, I think, is that he kind of started reading his own press clippings and about how he was such a great ball handler and, and shot creator and playmaker. And like, he's like, yeah, I, I'm nice. And it's like, no, you're not that nice. That's why you've been on like 15 teams. Like you're not that good. But like in certain spots, he can do a little bit of that for you. He can create and he can, he can make some plays and he can handle the ball. But it's like when he's in there and Goron's not, he feels like he's the primary ball handler. And I think, and you know, I, I may be like the biggest foe stand in the world, but I will say, like, I, I do not like how much Spo uh, trusts him almost. Like, he relies on the guy too much. And, I mean, closing out games, how many passes is he going to throw to the opposing bench? Dude, it's maddening. Like, he throws the ball to the third row at least three or four times a game. It's because he's doing too much. Like, he's the definition of doing too much. Like, JJ, just stop, bro. Just Defend every once in a while, like dribble handoff, but like calm down. You you're not Steph Curry, bro. I feel like part of the reason he hasn't been as good is because um, 
ever, especially ever since uh, Dion has been bad, the team hasn't had as many guys who can take people off the dribble. And so uh, uh, teams now are waiting for James Johnson to be, to be the secondary ball handler, and they're expecting it. And, and there's not as many threats off the dribble. And it feels like it's, a, it, it's, it's glaring to me. I feel like J.J. hasn't been as good driving to the basket and making plays for others, even though he's still one of the best facilitators on the team because he's forced to be one of the best facilitators on the team. He's not a point guard. He's a secondary facilitator, and the Heat don't have enough of those. He's doing too much. All right. Uh, I'm hanging up. Tell the class why you're late. You going you gonna to say anything? Yeah, tell the class why you're late, Gianni. Dude, did he call you. in before he was even set up? Dude, you are Cody. <laughs> You hate Greg Cody so much, you are Greg Cody. Look at him. Just staring at staring <laughs> You are Greg Cody, bro. This is fantastic, man. I wish you were getting video of this call. Don't uh, find a look on his face. Are we already, are we already doing show? Are we yeah, show? we're in the middle of a show right now. Oh, so, hi. Welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Carlin. It's too late. We're too late. Okay, bye. <laughs> We were just talking about how you are you are 1,000% Greg Cody. You understand Who's in the that, room right? with you? Oh, what's up? Marquise? Marquise. It's Dean Samaro. Oh, my God. So, yo, so everybody has got to be super confused right now. Whoever's, whoever's going to be listening to this podcast. I explained right that by... My crazy how, friend is sitting next to me. I how inside is this? <laughs> yeah, so right now we've got a video going, and uh, Alf is apparently doing Skype from an Xbox. So we just see a view of him sitting on some couch, uh, you know, a wide view uh, with his boy next to him. And every oh. so often it, like, zooms in to any time there's any type of movement. So, like, his friend got up a few minutes ago to, like, give him a drink or something, and it zoomed in on him out of nowhere. And it's been doing that every five me, minutes. I think that's hilarious. He made me a drink, which was sweet. Like it was, that was very nice. That was personal. Why'd you tell all this personal stuff? <laughs> no, well, actually, Mark, Marcus is. Mark, I have a funny Marcus story. I can't believe I have a Marcus story. Um, we all, we all went out to Fort Lauderdale. Like you know, some of us from Heat Twitter, whatever. And uh, somebody lost their phone that night, and uh, they were, you know, they had just gotten the phone, and I think it got pickpocketed, and they were they were crying, and it was like, they just got it, and blah, 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 and like, it was like a big moment, and like, everyone was around, like, how can we fix this? Like, the night's kind of like, eh, it's a little, it's a little rocky at this point, what's going on? And outside of this bar, <laughs> there is a statue of this, like, old, like, kind of, like, almost Mary Poppins-esque white woman, and Marcus just turns to me and says, she probably uses the N-word, right? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm there, like, dying laughing while, like, people next to me are, like, crying and trying to console someone who just, like, lost their phone. And I'm cracking up because Marcus just, like, pointed to this statue and accused her of racism. Probably correctly, I might add. Probably correctly. Yeah. Is it safe to assume that any white statue has probably has some Mary racism Poppins in the background? Yeah. <laughs> I got some breaking news, guys. Guys, I got yeah, some breaking talked, news. Have we talked about how Alf has been very right about the Justice Winslow being the best backup point guard thing is? Because to me, since he's come back, that's kind of been like, there should be neon lights. Because Alf has been saying that for like the better part of two years. 
and like kind of alonely saying that Justice Winslow is this team's best backup point guard. And um, I feel like we haven't like held this up enough how right Alf has been on that. Well, we, well, were, we were getting there, but we, that. yeah, yeah, we were we were trying to trash James Johnson first. <laughs> okay, no, I, so I just fill me in on what I've missed. Yeah, we're gonna trash James Johnson. So the first topic of conversation was: Has Winslow's ascent made JJ expendable? So yes. we were in the middle of trashing James Johnson, and so the next step was to bring up Justice Winslow and kind of talk about how he's the next greatest point guard in the NBA. And how he's almost making Goron expendable. But, you I, know, I wasn't going to go there yet. Can I, can I give my take on the JJ thing? Sorry, it zoomed in again. <laughs> can, I, can I give my take on the JJ thing? Go ahead. Okay, so do you remember last season when we were talking about that JJ made Justice expendable? Yeah. And like, I, that, that happened fast. Like, last season it was... Um, Wow, if if Justice Winslow becomes what James Johnson is this season, Marcus, we're doing radio. Why are you point? So he starts pointing at the fried chicken bowl. Like, do I want some? Hey, I'm not in the same room as you. First of all, it's not a fried chicken bowl. What is Uh-oh. it? And that is super racist. Uh-oh. And these black men are sitting on a it couch. It looks like a KFC bucket. It looks like a KFC bowl. bucket. Dude, how bad? Finger licking good. What is that? Oh, God. This show it is was terrible. It's a bowl of Reese's guys, peanut butter cups. We might have to abolish this podcast. You guys cannot be left on your own. Like, I, like, this is what happens when you're left to your own devices. Dude, Progressive sponsors us. How does Progressive sponsor us? We were rolling. I'm, we getting, I'm, I'm in here bringing order. How does a company called Progressive sponsor us? And G is here being openly racist. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the first host that we have that's been openly racist? Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Harrison, Harrison, oh, whoa! Hot take, Harry. Better hope he doesn't listen to this or his parents. He gets Uh, really mad. Yeah, he gets really mad when we make those jokes. Harrison is a good-hearted person. He would never. Yeah, deep down inside. We have to put the the asterisk next to it every time. (laughs) So, guys, Um, there's some breaking news. I want to play some breaking news sound, and then and then we should uh, we should announce breaking news that's happened. I liked it better when Brian wasn't around and we didn't have his crappy sounders. Kevin Love is out six to eight weeks. Really? According to Brian Windhorse. Six to eight weeks. Prophecy. Wait, what happened first? He broke his hand. Oh, wow. I don't know. Knuckle push-ups? Probably. (laughs) Kelly and Link didn't do it though, so we're good. That makes me. That makes me sad because, a. I was here for Petty Kevin Love. Like, he's been amazing since, like, all this stuff has come out with he was Isaiah Thomas. Corner, and, like, huh? He was turning the corner. I, I, he was becoming beloved again. I used to love Kevin Love, and then he got traded to the Cavs, and I didn't love him. Now he was making the turn. He was, make, he was doing this heel turn to being beloved by me again. But now he's out, which I think oddly may make Cleveland better. No. No, no way. Wait. That's a weird no take. Way. That's Defensively? A Defensively? He's their second best player. Defensively, I know, but... maybe. I will. Who is gonna replace him? I don't really think they're that deep. Channing Fry. Trade for. Oh yeah. God, Channing Fry. Exactly. I take it back. The three seed him. is up for grabs. Do they We're have three I'm, Well, that game on Wednesday. Um, 
I can't has um I've been I've been very out of the loop for the past six hours. I haven't really been on Twitter much. Um, have have they announced a replacement for um Andre Drummond? For Dr- oh, it's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Really over Kemba. Okay, so Gore needs to get in now over, with, with Kevin Love out, right? Oh crap! Oh my God! How many snubs is Goran? I don't think Goran should make it. Though. Yeah, these Goran's not tweeting about it like Lou Will. Lou Will, every time he's on the team. I was Lou Williams tweeting about it. <laughs> They're gonna make Blake Griffin an All Star before they make Goran an All Star. It's because all the injuries keep happening. So every time an injury happens and they replace some and they replace him with somebody else, Lou Will is always snubbed and he will always tweet about it every time they replace him with somebody else. He's right. He deserves it. Jay Rich still, deserves it. Is he still a bench player? He starts sometimes. Does he? No, yeah. he definitely starts. He starts. That's because his team is so I terrible. I think he's oddly eligible for six man of the year still. Because he's he's played a bunch of bench camps, so that's he goes back and forth depending on the injury. Yeah, I thought about it, and I wanted Goran to get the uh, All Star. Uh, oh, I do. I don't. No, I, honestly, I just want him to get a week off. Like at this point, I just think it's it's way more important for him to have that time off. Um, I mean, it's not like I'm going to be super excited to watch Goran Dragic in the uh, in the All Star game, but I'm not going to be excited to watch Andre Drummond either. So I kind of like the idea of like this team of a coach that's clearly not going to win Coach of the Year because we know how the voting goes, and a team with no All Stars being a three seed. I I kind of like that underdog. Like as a fan, it's kind of fun. Like it's fun when they get snubbed. It's like, ah, oh, and like, I don't think Goran deserves it. So I, I guess I wouldn't personally consider it a snub, but I know that he had an interesting quote that I thought was, I thought was fascinating. Cause he's talking about when I was in Phoenix, they said, I didn't have that. We had that. We didn't have a good enough record, even though my play was good. And now I have a good record, but now they're picking other people. So he's like, which is it? Which is an, inc- like, I can understand how Goran gets to that point, but it's also like an incredible lack of self-awareness of, dude, you're not the same guy. Like, like the Phoenix Suns did a few years ago? I think they might too, but. I, I mean, I think they're, I think they're, I mean, they're going to be right around 50. I don't um, think they need to make a trade. Okay. I yeah, think I that mean, this is the kind of roster that, Rat- I know that everyone's been saying, oh, Riley, you think Riley's going to ride with this? Yeah, I think Riley's going to ride with this because they don't. Leif, Leif has made this point. I don't know if he's made it on the show. They're not about to pop the balloon in the locker room unless there's a big name to be had. And it would appear yeah. that there's no big name to be had. It depends on who you're trading. I don't think Hassan pops that balloon. Right? Um, I don't know I was thinking how, about that. I, I don't know, man. From, from the things that Leif has said and Leif has kind of reported... Um, how the other guys kind of felt about how he's milked some injuries and things like that. He's been public about that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think trading Hassan uh, pops any balloon. And at the same time, who gives a crap about popping that balloon? Like, they're like no, but they 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 do. Like, they absolutely do. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I think uh, I think everyone who's I, I think everyone in that locker room sees the fact that. Hassan is expendable now because of Bam and Olenek, right? I mean, I don't think anybody has any delusions about um, Hassan being necessary for this team to be a three or a four seed. Hassan leaves, you you slide uh, Olenek and Bam into that role, and I don't think you really miss a step. I mean, the lineups without Hassan have been playing better lately. I mean, that Dallas Mavericks game was just like, it was tailor-made for Hassan. 
because Dirk Nowitzki's out there. And by the way, dude, has anybody noticed the way Dirk Nowitzki moves? Like, why is he still playing professional basketball? Loyalty. He does a half jog up and down the court. Mark Cuban has some blackmail. His knees don't work right. Like, stop. Well, can I... Can I be honest? Like, that's the thing I've kind of been impressed by Wade about how, and Vince Carter for that matter, that even despite, like, Dwayne particularly because his body's been through hell, like, when he's playing hard, he doesn't move badly. Like, he still has, like, all that movement in the Euro step. For long periods of time, Dirk was walking around like a cripple, like, from opening tip. You guys, do you guys ever watch wrestling? You ever seen The Great Khali? No. Like how he, he yeah, he's just like this huge Indian guy. Like Google him, like if you yeah. don't know who he is. And he can like barely move. That's what he looked like going up and down the court. Dirk Nowitzki has turned into the great Kali right right before us. <laughs> and every time he was on the floor, it was like, Oh, just just go at him. He's terrible. But whatever, yeah. I guess I, that that was our future if we kept waiting. That that's what it was. Well well Dirk is thirty nine and seven feet tall. I don't think Wade is going to play till he's 39. I think by, like, how old is he now? Like, 35 or some shit? 35. Yeah. It, once he turns, like, 38, he's not going to be able to walk. He might be 36. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Like, and, Speaking and of Wade, watch stars, how, how great is it going to be when we get Vince in here after, after the bio? Nobody wants Vince. No. I don't want I don't want Vince. Like, no, no, am I alone on this? Nobody they wants to yeah, right. right. veterans on this team. Like we're done with that. But I don't want him to play. I want him to get the fringe minutes. I just want that guy on my team. You we want have to get guys like that. Yo, because Twitter's gonna be fire once he has one of those dunks, one of those random dunks that come at, like once a month or once every two months. The obligatory turn back the clock tweet. Yes. I hate that. I hate that so much. It's the corniest thing ever. If if we get if we get a video of Vince Carter doing his little celebration after he dunks on somebody in a heat uniform, man. I'm done. I don't I'm want him to. You have lame. You have lame ass dreams. I mean, yo, this team's not getting past the first or second round. I'm. Oh, I'll take Vince Carter. How about not? that? I think they are. Hashtag believe. Yeah, second, second round ceiling. Whatever. You don't think ropes are metamucil? Magruder's coming back. You don't think if they get the three seed, they nah Toronto's better than they are. Yeah, you're probably right. Second round. Second round's the ceiling. <laughs> This is better than Dwayne, anyways. I got a question. They might know what AJ Hammonds looks like. No, I have no idea. Nuts. Like, he could he could walk behind me in a Starbucks. I would not. I would not know. Is he on the roster or is he in Sioux Falls? Like I have I no think idea. He's in Sioux Falls. He's he's okay. in Sioux Falls, but he has a guaranteed contract. So he's I like a can... legit member of the team. <laughs> He's just bad, man. I don't even think such sports have showed his face. I, I thought, the entire I thought he was white. AJ Hammonds is not white. <laughs> white people named AJ? How do you always get everything wrong when it comes to that? I don't know. I'm bad at it. <laughs> you do that so often. What white guys named AJ? I don't know. I, I, I don't know anybody named AJ. I'm watching a replay of this K-Love injury. It doesn't look like anything. He looks soft. Just the basketball hit his hand, and now he's, like, crying. That hurts, I don't man. know. But okay. Did you ever jam your finger? I've jammed my finger, and then I got back in it. No, there get out of here. I jammed my finger, and I'm done. For six to eight weeks? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's not the same. No. It hurts. It rings. 
He's trying he to keep that value up. No guts. He must, no he, guts. Like he must really be sick. He's so done with them. No, that'd be so funny if he's just like, nah, I'm done. What if he broke his own hand? What if he went to the locker room and just like smashed his hand into his locker and says, I ah, can't play. Like a Mark Stoudemire. Hydrant. Yeah. Or fire extinguisher. It's the same thing. God, that's... Oh no, fire yeah, hydrant yo, is not the same on. thing. Hold on, imagine being Kevin Love, a successful all-star, and having LeBron like mansplain everything to you in the locker room for three years. I would <laughs> want to break like, my hand That's why Kyrie left. Kyrie was done. Kyrie's like, nah, fam, I'm out. Yo, it, that's so funny, that dynamic where LeBron takes every opportunity he can to call him kid. Yo, oh my God, I love that. I mean, that's I, probably I, why Isaiah Thomas hates him. <laughs> like, Isaiah Thomas was just having, like, an MVP, MVP level season, and he's playing, like, this miraculous playoff performance after, like, this tragic loss of his sister, he comes over to Cleveland, and LeBron starts patting him on the head and calling him kid. He's got to be pissed what, off. You see what Kevin Love did after that rebound the other day? Yes, yes. He, like, he, like bends down and handed hand to him like he's a little child. Oh, that was perfect. I lo- Let me tell you something. The NBA has been so fun this year. Last night, Westbrook dribbling the ball out, giving the stare down. I was like, damn, Russ. This league is so fun. It's insane. Like, how all these, like, petty fringe storylines that there have been. Like, it's been incredible. Do you see how, like, Isaiah Thomas and Dan Gilbert are, like, best friends? They're boys now. But I think that might be Dan Gilbert trying to piss LeBron off. No, that's the Boston influence. Isaiah spent so much time in Boston, he got a little racist. (laughs) As for these trade things, I'm so sick of hearing about big names. I just want Miami to make, like, a decent, reasonable move. We talked a little bit earlier about Jay Crowder. I would love for them to get somebody who's just a buy-low candidate who might be able to give them some defense, some three-point shooting, just fill a role. And that's why I'm kind of excited for Magruder to come back. Send A.J. Hammonds their way so we can open that roster spot. A.J. Hammonds for Carmelo Anthony, straight up. (laughs) They really need, like, AJ. Wings or slash shooter? Like, they they desperately need that. You mean like LeBron? No, like Justice. 42% from three. Leif is discussing the idea of us getting LeBron right now. Hassan for Harrison Barnes is the move. So do you like that move better than Hassan for Jabari? I would much rather have Jabari than Harrison Barnes. Jabari? Jabari? I'd rather have Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is under wow. contract. Jabari, you're going to have to pay. Is yeah. Jabari like five years younger than, than, than Harrison Barnes? Yeah, Jabari is like 21. Jabari okay, is 21. Training staff. He has Dirk Nowitzki knees. So we're going to go from Hassan post-ups to Harrison Barnes post-ups? Harrison Barnes is 25. Harrison Barnes post-up one time last night. What? Harrison, oh. Barnes, is, Harrison Barnes is 25. Harrison Barnes. Oh, make him great. Oh, he's young. Jabari Parker's 22. So three years. So Duke connection. Most of got him a max contract playing for the Warriors. You know, and we talked about this ad nauseum last year about like competing, being close, making a case for someone like Gordon Hayward. Could you imagine if Gordon Hay- like Gordon Hayward is the type of player that this team needs? Could you imagine if Gordon Hayward was here? I mean, huh? Yeah. He wouldn't be hurt. He wouldn't be hurt. No, he but just like, take honestly, minutes like, away from justice. He would take minutes away from justice. That's not good. Yeah, but like, that's, we don't need that. 
that's Justin the guy that they barely plays small forward, though. He really he barely plays small forward. But he can play small forward. He played a lot of it in Utah, and I'm sure that they play a little different. They probably Miami probably wouldn't be running with two big lineups. Um, take minutes but, from JJ, which would be fantastic. No, honestly, it would just replace Dion. Pretty much. I mean, there's a lot of ifs because Dion mucked everything up, and I'm sure that if you sign Gordon Hayward, you don't sign Olenek, and you don't sign James Johnson. Uh, that can, we talk about how, can we talk about how JJ and Dion fooled all of us? He didn't fool me. No, JJ, JJ, JJ fooled me. Dion didn't. Dion, I think we all were asking questions the entire time of how real is this, and we had trepidation. I still don't think the contract's that bad for the money, but I, I think we all were like, we're not sure even when it happened. JJ, I think we all thought this year he would be a lot. Like, but it's not, I don't think it's a lack of effort thing. I also think the shooting has been bad, which kind of affects everything. I don't think it's like an effort thing or like a I reach the destination thing. I There's really a lack of just... being good at basketball, which is, which is always, which hamstrings a lot of guys. Like, I, think been, I think he's been good defensively this year. I think last night Harrison Barnes kind of smoked him all night, but I think for the most part he's been good defensively. He's also a year older, which that affects it. I I was saying earlier that I, I think it has a lot to do with them not having enough uh, guys who can take people off the dribble. And I think he has too much responsibility as a ball handler this year. I think that they and Dion wasn't good when he was playing either. So I but feel Dion like was also that, hurt. that was exactly. That's a, but so, like, they were putting more responsibility on JJ because of that. And I think it's clear he can't be a focal point on offense or one of the main creators on offense like he is when he's on the floor. And the problem with Justice is that Justice isn't helping him. I know that Justice is shooting 42% from three, but Justice isn't, like, it's kind of like how Draymond Green isn't defended. Like, Draymond Green is defended off of reputation rather than actual shooting. It, despite Justice shooting well, he's not defended as such. Which still kind of makes it tough on guys going. So like Justice still playing with people, and he doesn't shoot enough to really make them pay. But you know what I mean? Defenses are closing the gap. I think a little more than they than a little more than they used to. But it, it's he getting got that there. pass off to Wayne Ellington versus in the Hornets game because of that. Because this guy, I think it was MKG, went over to guard him on before Justice made that last pass to Ellington when he hit that dagger with like four seconds left. He was chasing to guard Justice, and he left Wayne Ellington wide open. Listen, the offense, with justice on the, the, law, the offense with justice on the floor has been just fine. Like No, it's bad. The, the, it's been. But no, I'm talking about specifically James Johnson. That narrative about, of justice help? I really want that narrative of justice killing the offense gone. Like, justice, bam, pick and rolls are life. Like, it's beautiful. Like, he does space the floor now. You have to respect him from the corners. Like, you just have to. Like, I mean, he, the other teams have tape on him. Like, you have to respect him from the corners. He... Um, hopefully the finishing around the rim improved. He literally is a better three-point shooter than he is a layup maker, which is crazy. I mean, I don't know how that happens. He's shooting a higher percentage from three than he is uh, from around the rim. But he, um, he I, that whole narrative that he, that him and the offense, hurts the offense, I think that's gone. I mean, what we were just talking about, what's the net rating with the three of those guys on the floor when it's Justice, Jay, Rich, and Bam, the offensive rating is 109. As long as Ellington is on the floor. But, like, just listen to all the guys we're talking about right now. Jay Rich, Justice, and Wayne Ellington, and Kelly Olynyk. These are all major rotation players. Bam, all major rotation players. They weren't last year. And we talk about, like, how Miami just brought everybody back from last season. But that's not at all what happened. This is a way yeah, the best, team. And the J.J. is a very situational player. 
and you the need best to lineup. Have, yeah. The best lineup has has the, the guys you just named. Those five guys is the best lineup on the team. And I mean, it, it just and it, it now looking back in hindsight, how like Adam and so many of us were that we needed to resign JJ and Dion. Just I feel like we all kind of look stupid now. You know that, that point that the rest of you guys. That <laughs> point that Jack made is so true. What they're doing now is completely different than last year. And even when Dion was healthy, the lineups that were being successful were the ones that we're talking about. And it's two bigs and all that. That's wow, Jack. I had not thought of that. Despite us thinking that they kind of stood pat and brought back the same guys. No, the guys that are playing much different, and Wayne's role in the offense much different. Well, Jay Rich may be their most. You could make an argument for Wayne Ellington or Jay Rich being their most important players on either end. Jay Rich is by far their best defender, and Wayne Ellington makes their offense work because there's nobody else like him on the team. Do we understand that what we're watching is the greatest shooting season in Heat history? And yeah. the preface and of that is Ray bleeping Allen played here. And Jason Capono. It was open. Don't disrespect the man. And Mario Chalmers. Eamon Jones. Dion Waiters. I'm Fox Danny Fox. Granger. <laughs> Dion Waiters. Jacobo Diawara. Excuse Cook. me. Justice Winslow. Justin Wait, Hamill. Justice I mean. better. Justice better. <laughs> Justice is the best shooter on the team. Did you guys see that? What is it? The Wall Street Journal? Who who published that story on Ellington? I think it was the Wall Street Journal. Oh, sorry. Did any, you read, did any of you read that Wall Street Journal piece on Wayne Ellington? Yeah. No. I did not. I don't read. You don't read. It was talking about just like how... And I kind of want to get into this, like looking ahead to, to the offseason, because trade deadline's coming up, and we know that Arison doesn't want to act. He's been very clear. If we're not contending, I don't want to pay the tax. That has been the Arison thing since any of us can remember. That's always been the thing. So next season, contracts kick in. Uh, TJ's contract inflates, and they have decisions to make, and Hassan's still paying, and they're still paying Goran. They cannot offer Ellington the mid-level that he will absolutely warrant on the market, because they're not going to be a tax team for Wayne Ellington. Which then brings up the question, do we move Wayne Ellington before he walks for nothing? Or do they hope that he takes a discount? Now, the reason why I bring up the Wall Street Journal piece is because what he's talking about, he's like, no, 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 Spolstra saw me for who I was. Nobody nobody understood the kind of player that I was. Spolstra put me in the positions that I've always wanted to be in. I know, I always knew I can do this. I always knew I can shoot. And Spolstra's giving him the neon, like, Steph Curry light. Like, I don't that know guy that he knew he could do this. He was saying in the Wall Street Journal that I know yeah, I could like- do this. He had he had an entire career's worth of not taking eighty five percent of his shots from three or whatever they, it is that he's taking. They didn't let him. But what he's saying, but well, he was well, taking a lot of long mid rangers like it was talking about in that story. And it's like, why? I don't think I don't think they were telling him to to take those shots. I think that was more of the norm. Regardless, I don't think it's ever been take, at this extreme. Alex, from the piece, did you not take? Did you not get the impression that he was crediting Spolstra? Because I even I was reading oh, out Victor. Absolutely. So what I'm saying is that if you're Wayne Ellington. And you just, I mean, he's hes on the way to having one of the best shooting seasons in NBA history. Like, what he's doing on contested shots is absurd. He single-handedly buoys the offense of a three-seed. It's like that so, Joe Green preseason. It's like that. It's like the Joe Green, the legendary Joe Green preseason. I have no idea what you're talking about. I fell asleep when you said Wall Street Journal. Fine. I'm going to okay. be honest. So to, to, the point I'm making is, like, because, similarly to James Johnson, because how much Wayne Ellington feels like Spolstra helped make this happen. 
Are we thinking that he might, you know, give a discount for the culture? No. 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 Okay, then. So if, if we mm. believe no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. But if we if you you don't believe wait. no, what are you three minutes on a Wall Street Journal article for all of us? Trade him. I'm Man. like, then, then do, you, do you get rid of him? Because I think yes. getting rid of him ends, oh, Pat I think Riley, it ends the season. Pat Riley gives us on blood clots, and we're good. Woo! I think you get rid of him if you're also making deals with other players that are uh, good at offense. Let's just they're say that. They're not. He's. You know, it's funny. He's probably the one guy they can't replace on the team. No, he's. He's definitely. They. They cannot replace him. It's all the numbers have been showing it all year that they're only good on offense when he's on the floor. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, because <laughs> he like. TJ's numbers on offense have been very good as well. They have, and he's been awesome. Like even I have to say, he's been awesome. Um, they run these, they run like, so like they'll have Wade on the corner and then they'll run a simple pin down action curl from the top. And I, it brings like four people and there are like Wayne, there are two hands like defending Wayne and one guy, the screener and like the entire left side of the floor is like vacant. Like there's a guy standing there and nothing's happening. You still drain it with with those. But that's what I'm saying is that he's shooting over people and hitting everything. And he passes out of that. He passes out of that when he feels like he 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 doesn't have a good enough shot because of how long he's in the air. It's ridiculous. He's the second best passer of the team. But do you really think he's irreplaceable? Shut up. You say the dumbest stuff. Just justice is the best. Oh, come on, man. Justice isn't the best passer on the team? No, it's, it's not even Goron, that. Justice, and Bam. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Bam. Yeah, Bam is, a, Bam is a good passer. Wayne has made some passes that I've been damn impressed with. Yeah, but Wayne yeah, also doesn't have that, that role. He doesn't have this. It, You're it, right. No, I, I went off the defense. DJ yeah, yeah, bring me back in. I'm sorry. Bring me back in. Bring <laughs> what about back Kelly? In. Kelly's a good passer, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. That was a really bad take. <laughs> that wasn't as bad as my Okara White as Chris Boss Light take. Yeah, I okay, just still guys, don't I get got... that one. I, guys, I gotta get out of here. I just want to hear Jack's uh, library story, and then you guys can go on with this nonsense. Yanni with Wall Street Journal articles that nobody cares about, and then he went like the basketball minutia that nobody wants to listen to. I thought that was good. No, it wasn't. So um, go ahead, Jack. I want to hear the library story. Okay. Well, I wait, mean, wait, based- you does Brian have the sound of the thud? Yes. Okay. Okay. So. So basically, I was working my shift at the library, as I do. Um, I'm walking around. Uh, Me and the other people working on that floor see this girl who's, like, she climbed under one of the desks and just started taking a nap. And at first, we were like, okay, we'll let her take a little nap. People get tired. But that's, like, kind of part of our job is to make sure that's not happening. So, yeah. so we give her a little time. Um, after about like an hour, my supervisor walks over and he's like, wakes her up, is super nice to her, goes, hey, I can call you an Uber, whatever you want, but um, I can't let you stay here. And she starts wailing, just sobbing, these demonic screams. And nobody else had any idea what was going on. It's like a quiet Saturday. That's not supposed to be like one of the busy shifts at the library. Um Brian, you, do, you have the, do you have the sound of the wailing? I have two clips. I sent you a video. Which, which one do I play first? The one of her falling or the other one of the sound of the, the, the one of her crying. Okay. So yeah, the wailing. Um 
the hell is that? Yeah, so she's wailing like that. And we're trying to get her out. Um, so they call security because that's kind of the next move. It's not like really our job. Uh, we don't Let me get hear the wailing. Let me hear the wailing again. Yeah. That goes on for a good like 30 minutes before security comes. And when she sees security come, she starts like fighting my supervisor. She gets up and starts like attacking him, like, and she kicks him in the chest. Just then, that's where the security guy comes and he's telling her to stop. She starts like trying to fight him. So he like grabs her as she's like throwing a punch. And like scoops her and like throws her on the ground, and that's where this video is gonna come from. <laughs> Play that one more time. You gotta appreciate that thud. Wait, I want to play this one more time. Oh, did I lose it, man? Wow, Brian is just. The loud yelling was is me whenever Hassan touches the ball on the post. Right, here we go. Shut up, 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 shut up. Bang, dead. That's her face hitting the ground. Play that back. Play that back. Play that back. Play that back. Oh my god, yes, that, that's, a, that's a drop. That's a drop. That's so oh, yeah. when Hassan doesn't set a good screen. <laughs> Alright, so what happened next? Well, so basically, she's yeah. like, she just got wrecked. Um, so, um, basically, they called like guys to wheel her out. Um, and she was just screaming like that for the next probably like hour or so while they're waiting for guys to come to take her out and she's just like sitting on the floor just screaming and i mean then they got her out of there um they cleaned the blood out of the carpet now the screaming is against the library rules right because you gotta be quiet yeah it's not chill to scream like that <laughs> um just to, in most it's public places that's uh not that's not the place to be screaming bloody murder. So wait, yeah. they waited for an hour before, like, shouldn't they have called an ambulance? Like, she was bleeding all over the floor. Yeah, no, they called, like, paramedics and people. It wasn't that bad. Like, she just, like, busted her nose and her lip. Like, she I was, saw that video. Like, she should be dead. She's not dead. She's just, like, her mat. like, there's just blood all over her face. It was messed up. But apparently she has, like, a history of, like, assaulting, like... Librarian. Library employees just <laughs> like she tried to like grab one of the girls and like make out with her the other day. Like <laughs> she hates books. <laughs> yeah, she just gets pissed off about books. I don't understand it. That screaming was the worst thing I've ever heard. The damn Dewey Decimal System pisses her off. <laughs> Makes no sense. Before she got, like, tackled, too. Like, nothing was even happening to her at that point. Somebody just woke her up from a nap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel her, I feel her. I don't blame her. 
with this. Yeah, no, I get the mood. It's just <laughs> you have like a three day flock of binge, and you're trying to take a nap in the library, and somebody <laughs> wakes you up and really pisses you off. I respect the balls. Like it's the middle of the day. Like most people, if they're gonna fall asleep in the library, they'll just kind of slump down in their chair. She didn't do that. She straight up crawled under her desk and just like made a little spot for herself and just curled up and went to sleep. It was premeditated. <laughs> she had like a little nook that she's just camping out in. Is she a student? I don't know. I think so. She was student age. She's and, gotta be. Yeah. How many drugs was she on? I mean, I wouldn't put it past... I I just have no explanation. It was... I mean, you have been like, obsessed with this video since you took it. I'm just shocked by the thud. The like, thud is good. When I heard that, I like had no clue what was happening. So... So the way everything transpired, didn't it kind of go out the same way as the whole thing that happened with Joe Green? It did. <laughs> that time that Chalmers saved his life. You think Joe Green she tripped Chalmers? She no, I'm sorry. Chalmers Chalmers Joe Green? She needed a what? She needed a Chalmers in her life. We all do. We all need a Chalmers in our life. We do. I miss him. I know Marcus just wants to know that she's single. What's her no, at? She's taken. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.